Welcome to Game Opinions episode 48. I'm your host, Calman, and today I'm joined by Dakota. What's up, fellas? And we're also joined by John. I was wrong about everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I was too. Today we are going to be talking about the PlayStation 5 reveal that occurred earlier today at, what was it, like 4 p.m. or something, real time. And uh, before we get into that, just want to let everybody know if you're new to Game Opinions, uh, Game Opinions is a podcast where we talk selectively about video games, gaming news, and our gaming experiences, both new and old. Every Thursday, a new episode spawns out of your favorite podcast portal, youtube.com and gamepinions.com. So the PlayStation 5 event, I figured that we could just go ahead and just like list all these uh, games that were shown off and then we can kind of talk about like our favorite games that were shown and then we can go ahead and talk about the actual console. Does that sound good to you guys? It sounds good to me. Okay. Dakota, any objections? No objections here. Um, so I guess we'll start things off with uh, the first game. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. That was, I think, one of the first games they showed. Pretty excited about that. And I guess I'll just read these off and then we'll, we'll go into them individually. Um, so there was also Resident Evil 8 uh, Village, Gran Turismo 7, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Demon Souls Remake, Deathloop, NBA 2K21, perhaps the star of the show, GTA Online. Uh, Sackboy A Big Adventure, Hitman 3, Ghostwire Tokyo, Godfall Holiday, Pragmata, Astro's Playroom, Oddworld Soulstorm, Returnal, Destruction All-Stars, Project Athea, Stray, Kenya, and probably the best game, actually, I, I take this back, uh, Goodbye Volcano High, Jet the Far Shore, Solar Ash, Little Devil Inside, and Bug Snack. So... Dakota, what was your favorite game they showed off? Favorite game? Uh, you know what? I, I I really liked Hitman 3, even though that's not like um, a big title. I mean, it is for me and probably for the Hitman fan, fans, I guess. Uh, that was pretty cool. I wasn't expecting that. Um, Spider-Man, of course, was uh, it's definitely up there, although that seems more of like a, I guess, Spider-Man 1.5, I guess, instead of like a Spider-Man 2. Um, yeah. It, it seems that way. I would probably have to say those two. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, of course, was kind of awesome. The big rumor was we were going to see uh, the sequel, and we did. So uh, that was pretty cool. I'd have to go. They would probably round out my top three. Okay. Yeah, ironically, I didn't say Horizon on here, which is kind of insane. I guess I didn't put that down. That was <laughs> probably the biggest title that they showed. Um, John, what was just, what was your uh, standout games from, uh, from this little reveal? Uh, I thought Ratchet... And Clank was pretty interesting, only because that was um, one of the few games that actually showed actual gameplay. It, it's basic Ratchet and Clank. I don't think, you know, it has that little mechanic for this new game uh, where you go to those portals or you pull those portals through, through you. Uh, it, it's all Ratchet and Clank. It, it's been pretty consistent. Uh, I don't think it's ever been that bad as far as I remember or the ones I played. I played a lot of Dreadlock back in the day. Um... But that's one that stood out, I think, just because I think they're trying to show off how well or how how well the graphics are for the PS5. I think I also want to stand out ones, honestly. A lot of uh, the games were mostly pre-rendered stuff, what it seems like. Um, you have the little uh, thing at the bottom that says, captured all on PS5. But uh, it, Based on history, you know, it's not always going to turn out the same exact way. 
I say so. But uh, same goes for just Ratchet and Clank. I'm not saying it won't go the same as that. I just thought it looked fun. Yeah, I thought I thought Ratchet and Clank looked really good too. I honestly wish we would have saw more of uh, Spider-Man because it's one of the few games actually that is slated to release this year. Uh, it looks like they're saying holiday 2020, but I think it's more or less safe to assume that it's probably going to be a launch title. Just depending on, I guess, when the PlayStation 5 actually releases. It's kind of, you know, that October, November, December time frame. Um, but I'm hoping that it actually is a launch title because I think that would be a really good way to kick off the uh, the PlayStation 5. Um, Resident Evil 8 looked really good. Uh, I think that, you know, since Resident Evil 7 and then, of course, we had these remakes, they've really kind of gone back to their roots. I think that it was really, you know, much needed. As fun as some of those other Resident Evil games were, they were just kind of like, you know, Resident of duty almost so it's cool to see them go back to their uh, horror survival roots for that gran turismo 7 not super excited about just because uh nascar's not in it and dakota you can probably agree with me on that yeah i would i was kind of hoping they would like pan and you would see like a you know a stock car in there but uh i knew that really realistically wasn't going to happen it looked good i mean it looked it looked really awesome in another full-fledged gran turismo game um but yeah i don't know i didn't really uh didn't really excite me too much yeah it's uh you know they, they always look cool but it'll probably be like riddled with like microtransactions and stuff and, and all that good gran turismo goodness i mean it hasn't been uh really riddled that much in the past um i mean you could buy uh credits but it's not it's nothing preventing you from progressing even further within the game without having to buy yeah i feel like sport was pretty good yeah sport was kind of small or smaller uh they really expanded upon that but uh mm-hmm. grand turismo has always been ahead of everyone else in terms of graphics i don't know maybe just because it doesn't really require much i i honestly don't know i'm not a game designer i'm not a programmer can't really tell you uh the game looks nice but only i can always really say it looks only slightly better yeah yeah, it's, you know, it looks pretty. Um, probably not really my preferred, you know, kind of car game, but looked look pretty nice. All right, and uh, uh, Demon Souls looked really cool. Uh, I guess that was a PlayStation 3 exclusive that not a ton of people played because it was kind of like pre-Dark Souls. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that, even though that's not really my style of game. But it's cool to see, like, they finally actually went ahead and... I guess it's a remake, not really a remaster. So that's pretty. Is neat. it a remake? I'm I'm hearing remake being thrown around. I never played Demon Souls. Um, Dark Souls, yes, not Demon Souls. Uh, so I can't really. I don't really know based on that trailer. If some can chime in on that one, but yeah, that's a remake, remaster. Is it the? Se- it's not the sequel, is it? No, no. Because it just said Demon Demon Souls. Yeah, it's not the sequel. Um, I'm pretty sure they're throwing around like a complete like remake, which if that is the case, which I hope it is, um, that's pretty cool. I, I heard a lot of people actually preferred that over the, uh, you know, the Dark Souls series, um, which is, uh, you know, pretty, it's kind of a big statement because those games are known for being like really high quality. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool. You know, I thought Deathloop looked pretty cool, a little bit weird. But I thought it was a pretty cool concept. It kind of reminded me of that other game they showed, Returnal, in a way, just in like a different setting almost. Um, oh yeah, I was about to get uh, those names mixed up. Yeah, I was kind of, I kind of laughed at that name, Returnal. I was like, oh, it's Return and Eternal. Yeah. Together. <laughs> but I mean, it looked kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, Returnal looked uh, nice, um, interesting concept. I could just imagine how it's gonna translate into gameplay. 
I just think Dark Souls. You just keep coming back. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, isn't technically every game Returnal? If you're bad at it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was kind of cool. But really, besides that, I'm not really sure if anything really stood out to me. I know that, you know, obviously Horizon looked great. You know, we didn't really get to see, I don't think, actual, you know, gameplay of it. But, you know, it's going to look really good because the first game looked amazing on PlayStation 4, um, which I do need to actually go and finish that game because uh, I feel like, you know, I'm going to probably want to play this one when it comes out. But, yeah, yeah, besides that, uh, there was a lot of weird games they showed. That a lot Bugsnax. of indie games. Bugsnax was weird. A lot of indie yeah. games. I just, I'm not the audience for that. I, I think that they look uh, pretty cool, but I'm just not the target audience. I kind of am getting the feeling if, like, Remember when the PS4 came out and PlayStation Network every single month, the free games were indie games? And I remember there's a giant uproar. So I feel like that's probably going to be uh, similar if PlayStation Network continues to allow the two free games. From what I'm reading, um, the biggest, I guess, out of nowhere surprise seems to be Project Athea. Uh, I didn't know anything about that game at all. Uh, I don't think many people did, but going in and reading threads and takeaways, like I keep saying that name or seeing that name rather come up. And I mean, it did look pretty cool. That was the game where they had the female, I guess, not hero, but the the female character. And um, it was like action adventure. Uh, She was walking and the big tree was coming out of the ground. It looked pretty neat. And then she was like jumping on the mountains. Um, So I'm definitely interested to see more about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was uh, from Square Enix, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It, yeah, it really felt like it. Like, I I didn't. I kind of blinked or turned away when uh, I think they showed up to name. You're watching that trailer, but I'm like, what is this Square Enix game? I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> but I mean, Square Enix is fine. They they can make cool games sometimes. Sometimes they're just kind of mixed, divided. But yeah, they don't really make like really bad games. So not usually, no. Mm-mm. So it's it's kind of hopeful. That's not. Is that a launch title? I don't know. I no. I don't think so. That was the problem I had with a lot of these. It's like, okay, so what's going to be a launch title? Because I see all these things they kept saying 2021. Yeah, that that was something that you know I noticed too. I think I wrote down actually which ones were going to be available in 2020. And it's not really clear if they're going to be launch titles. But yeah. one of them includes the awesome uh, Bug Snacks. Is that a launch title? It's 2020. I'm not sure if it's going to be like oh, on okay. at launch, but it's like I think holiday of 2020. Uh, Godfall is going to be 2020. I think that's also holiday. Yeah, and, and Spider-Man's yeah. 2020 holiday. So I think NBA is too. From what I've heard, you know, we saw a very sweaty <laughs> Zion Williamson <laughs> for a couple seconds. <laughs> he looked really good. I don't know if the game's going to look like that, but I mean, you could see his pores. I mean, and it's so funny, kind of how like games add rain, you know, to make it look better. You know, every game looks good when it's raining. Uh, looking at you, Watch Dogs. This, they just add sweat, <laughs> and it just somehow makes the game look better. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll I mean, probably be launch. Pee, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping we get a Madden, of course. Um, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that we'll learn about that probably shortly on. I don't know. It was, it was just a barrage of games, and I know that I'm missing some, you know, because it was just one after the other. Um, so I haven't gone back to rewatch it. I don't know if you guys said you did or not. I, I probably will just to see what I missed. Um, I'm looking at the title list now, and I'm like, I can't picture some of these titles uh, from memory. So 
Yeah, I think I'd kind of need to go back and watch it a second time, um, just because you know I was working during this, so I couldn't really keep my eyes on the yeah, screen. Yeah, I had it on the, the TV uh, too as I'm like taking calls. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, I kind of need to just like you know, <laughs> like I need to actually be doing work. So that was really hard to even see any of the gameplay. Um, so it was just kind of quick glances over and more of like a first reaction. Yeah, like what are your thoughts type deal. I mean, this is. Obviously, the pot, you know, or that just came out five hours ago, so it's still fairly new for everybody. I was, um, I don't know. I, I just, it seems like most of these things now are just becoming a barrage of trailers. I was really hoping to see a little bit more. I really wanted more. It started with gameplay, and it just kind of devolved. And it started with Grand Theft Auto, of all things, which has just become the new Skyrim. I mean, they are milking that. This will be the third generation. The GTA GTA was a um, a PS3 game, and you know now it's I know PS5. It's crazy, and I love Grand Theft Auto, but like. If you came out and were like, okay, we're going to remaster Red Dead Redemption 2 because that game is relatively new. Okay, that makes sense. But we're going to milk more Grand Theft Auto? I thought it was a new Grand Theft Auto Auto at first, and I was really excited. And then I was like, wait a minute. This is this is Grand Theft This is the old one. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, I wasn't really sure what to think about that. I'm like, this is the way they're going to kick it off? Yeah. It's like, ugh... That's my my best. hopes went down when I saw that. I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be one of these like shows." Okay. Excuse me, Rockstar. Didn't you just release this for free? <laughs> yeah. How many? Ta- I mean, how many times are you gonna buy Grand Theft Auto? Although I think, did I see it right that this is going to be free on the PS4? Online, I think GTA Online. Online is okay. Uh, it says uh, it was confirmed GTA Online will be given free to all PS5 owners when it launches in 2021. Uh, so not. GTA 5? I guess just GTA Online. I'm not really sure. Interesting. That just says GTA Online. Additionally, all, all PS4 players will get $1 million in GTA cash every month. I can finally buy a house in GTA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the houses are like $200 million, right? <laughs> Millions like nothing. Oh, God. If I say it nowadays, yeah. All right, well, never mind. I don't know if I ever really want to return back to that game besides driving the cars into the train. I want to drive the train. Can I uh, add that enhanced feature? You can just be like a like an engineer or whatever, conductor. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. You could drive it on PC though. Just mod it up. Another um, free game is going to be that Astros uh, Playroom as well. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the uh, the whole Astro series of uh, of games. I had no idea. <laughs> I think I played it when I got my camera. That's the camera game, correct? Yeah. Because you can swap the little Astro guys. Yeah, yep. I remember when I got my PlayStation camera playing around with that. And that was kind of neat. So this is an extension of that, basically. Yeah, so... Was that where he's from? Yeah. So basically, it was from, like, I think, like, the Playroom or something originally. Like, the Playroom couch. I heard couch. from that, yeah. Yeah. And then what they ended up doing with these um, characters, it helped show off features of the camera. Um, and they apparently are actually pretty decent little mini games, but then they took it further with the PlayStation VR and it's actually a really decent game that they made for the PlayStation VR. Some people consider it the best PlayStation VR game that's currently out. So this is basically basically going to be used to show off the different features of the DualSense, which is kind of cool. So these are kind of like their, if if you guys had like the PlayStation Vita, which John, I know you didn't, um, but there was like a certain like demo mode where you could go and test out all the features and it would basically be like little mini games to show you all the different like, you know, gyroscope features, back touchscreen features, stuff like that. It's basically the same concept, but it's going to probably be a little bit more expansive because this kind of actually looked like a, a platforming type game. 
Um, so it's kind of neat. So we'll get to kind of try out like the adaptive triggers and, and all that other stuff. So it'd be kind of cool. And I think right before they demoed that game, uh, they snuck in a picture of like the load up screen and the UI. Um, oh, did I, oh, I didn't see that. So I missed it during the look. original, but then I saw a tweet about it and I was like, whoa, and somebody cut out the video. It looks really clean. I mean, again, with the that's the issue with the barrage of trailers is you just, it starts kind of getting like lumped together, but yeah, they had uh, the, basically the, what looked to be the launch screen come up and then the PS button to hit and then it went into that. I believe it was that game they did it with. Because um, again, I caught it on second viewing, like on Twitter. I saw wow. somebody mention it. Uh, and it looked clean. Because I mean, that would be probably one of my biggest complaints with the PS4. I, I, the UI is just so laggy and it's, it's, it's not user-friendly. And now I'm going off, I have a launch edition. So again, Me the too. Pro, from what I've heard, is slightly better, but it's still uh, a negative, I guess, as a whole on the console. So hopefully they improve that with the PS5. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. I had no idea that that was a thing because that was actually one of my complaints about this conference. And I understand that, you know, you don't want to pull like a, you know, an Xbox One where they're just talking about like multimedia features and stuff like that. Um, but part of me really wanted to see what like the operating system looked like and how it functioned and you know, the new features that they have in it. I guess I'll save it for a later date. But I am still kind of a little bit disappointed that, you know, we didn't kind of have that walkthrough. And I know if we ended up if we ended up having that, people would complain, oh, they're not focusing on the games and all that other stuff. So I understand that. If they were like, okay, Dakota, we're going to have you run this conference. I mean, I think they could have done away without showing a ton of those games. And I know the developers, like, they put a lot of effort and, you know, I appreciate that. But if I'm trying to sell a console... You know, I'm showing Horizon Zero Dawn, I'm showing Resident Evil, I'm showing the big titles, and then I want to know when it's coming out, what is the price going to be? Just like you said, I want to see the actual console, I want to see UI, I want to see the menus. Um, and we didn't get any of that. We didn't even get a single thing of that. No. We just got trailer after trailer. <laughs> yeah, and I think that the, the the main issue I have with the conference is that going away from this, we don't really know. We still don't really know a lot about this machine. <laughs> like, we don't really know about the PlayStation 5. They had that technical uh, conference, so you, you can get most of your information from there. It's just as far as just OS goes. All I got from that was solid state drive and file sizes are going to be smaller. Yeah. I was lost with the rest of that conference. <laughs> that was above me. God. But we'll see. Yeah, I think uh, I was reading a tweet. Um, I think Colin Moriarty posted. He said PlayStation won because they uh, like their their biggest victory today was that they didn't make um, like their presentation look like a ISIS host hostage video or something. Did you see that? They said that, that, <laughs> that Xbox made it look like That's... it. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody I saw something else too. Uh, I thought it was funny. Somebody tweeted, "This is Sony's best presentation since the Xbox One." Oh, <laughs> you remember the backlash from that? Oh Jesus. man, yeah, that was that set the tone for the entire generation last last time. That whole E three, uh, that whole E three debacle with Xbox, and then Sony just comes and slams them the following day. I believe. That was and crazy. I'm wondering if that's why we're where we're at now, where we don't really know a ton about each console. Is like each company waiting for the other to blink? You know, who's going to reveal the price? Um, and just the other things. I mean, 
we don't know anywhere. I've heard that this could be five hundred dollars. I've heard this could be eight hundred dollars. Yeah. So I'll buy it regard regardless because I mean I love PlayStation. I want to play the exclusive exclusives. This conference for me, it didn't change my opinion on it. You know, I'm gonna buy it anyway. I just wanted to know more. Um, but I wonder if like those people that are on the fence about buying it at launch. Did this convince them to do so? And I would probably say no. Like, is there anything that you really see that you need at launch? Maybe Spider-Man, but that's uh, about it. No, I'm in the Gran Turismo. Uh, I just follow the community. And then, uh, I mean, I've seen just select people saying they'll buy it just for that. Just because of some returning tracks, cars. I think because it's, it's not like sport. It's, uh, it's a it's full-fledged, full yeah, which full I think grid. the last full-fledged Gran Turismo, was that on PS3? Yeah, probably, yes. yeah. Yeah, we went a uh, whole generation without a, a Gran Turismo. That's a full-fledged game. Went a whole generation without uh, original GTA. And sounds like we're going to go to another one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you say that. Yeah, seriously. Don't you put that evil out PS6, there. PS6, GTA Online. Oh, God. The next GTA might just be fully online. <laughs> That's it. Can you imagine? They may just never come out with one. I This GTA, I played the least amount of any GTA. I played them all, except... Well, all of them after three, and this one I played the least. I don't know what it was. I played a lot of single player, but not. I didn't like the online. I just didn't like interacting with people. Some people were cool, hang out with them, do random things together. But for the most part, it's just really annoying yeah. to play. I just played the online, and I have two copies of this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't understand. That's not. That doesn't make me feel good though about you know potential next GTA though. I mean, you're expecting to hear about that fairly soon because, you know, it's been a little while since Red Dead came out. Isn't Rockstar, you know, getting ready to uh, release the new GTA? What's, well, right. This on? is definitely the longest no, I, we've gone. So. I remember after, um, I think after Redemption came out, I think they're still in the planning stages for GTA. It can't even be that hard. Like, it's just a city. Well, you know what's crazy? I remember... When that first Grand Theft Auto trailer came out um, for San Andreas, and that seemed like forever ago going back to Grand Theft Auto 4. Like, it seemed like an eternity uh, between those two games. And now I think we're coming up on, like, I don't know if it's almost double, but I think it's, like, it's definitely longer than that at this point where we haven't gotten a new one. So, I don't know. I'm sure they'll knock it out of the park. I mean, everything Rockstar does is just fantastic, but... Mm -hmm. It seems like they're going to make us wait. Yeah, 100% I'll buy uh, GTA 6, um, probably at launch. Yeah, what they're going to do is they're going to wait for the end of this generation. They'll release GTA 6, and they'll release it on the PS5 and then the PS6. I was waiting for the end of this previous generation. I know, me too, yeah. (laughs) And then now, like, what? Uh, I don't Like, GTA 5 again, like, what? I think I got my hopes up. I don't know about you guys, but like I was texting Calman, I know beforehand, and I was like, "Man, like I want to get a SOCOM, I want it like a new kill zone," because I was like reading rumors, like, "Oh, we're gonna hear about SOCOM's comeback, or we're finally getting a kill zone," and we got none of that. Yeah. So I feel like I was gonna be disappointed regardless. I will say, Hitman was cool. I wasn't expecting that, and I love yeah. that franchise. But everything else was pretty predictable. I think we knew we were getting Horizon Zero Dawn. We knew we were. Getting a Spider-Man kind of sequel. We knew something was going to be extended. Yeah. But nothing else well, was really was surprising. Like, the problem is, like, uh, everyone talking about things is that most people will talk about sequels or just a series they already know. Unless you had gameplay or showed up something besides just a pre-rendered trailer, 
I mean, you could talk about the trailer so much, but you don't really know much about the game. And yeah, you know, people just like to talk about what they're familiar with. I mean, are you guys excited about Goodbye Volcano High? I am not. It <laughs> it looks okay. I'm not gonna trash it that hard. I don't want to disappoint anyone, but it looks like some other of these teen novel type indie games I played and I just did not enjoy them. <laughs> I was like, what the <laughs> hell is this? <laughs> it was so odd. And that's where I fall is like, I don't want to disrespect the game because I'm sure they worked really hard on it. And I'm sure for the intended audience, they're going to enjoy it. But I'm like, this is not for me. Uh, <laughs> I felt it was too tropey. <laughs> yeah. Like why during the PlayStation reveal, like this could have been like on like a, you know, a indie showcase or something. And then you had that game where you're playing as a cat in a futuristic city run by robots where yeah, apparently humans that? are dead. That was a little odd. A game looked, I mean, the, well, again, the pre-rendered footage looked really good, but... <laughs> I'm hoping for... Am I going to buy that? You play as a cat, right? You play as a cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just hoping for a cat simulator, just like a really high graphical... <laughs> yeah, just a high-end cat simulator. <laughs> version of it. <laughs> a full-fledged cat simulator. Yeah. Just a lot of sleeping. Play for it eight too hours, like, to be like that. Yeah, <laughs> it looks too dramatic to be silly. And it's first person, so it's just a black screen. <laughs> I'll wait till they release a Telltale about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Telltale will never release anything about anything ever again. <laughs> Probably for the best, honestly. So, what did you guys think of the console itself? You know, the design. Ew. <laughs> you don't like it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, you, the the first thing I texted you was, "Can it lay down flat?" Because I it can. And uh, right, I, saw, and we, I found, we found I, that out. I found a photo. That you, you uh, but can it do requires that. like, yeah, it requires like a little stand at the bottom, some circular stand that fits the mold at the bottom. I think. I, I for me, it's I want to be able to lay it horizontal. I mean, the look. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the white console. I don't think it looks bad. It definitely, like everybody said, it looks like a modem. Um, I think the the digital only is interesting. Um, I've always, always died on the hill of I want physical media, and I've kind of started getting away from that. I haven't bought a physical game in a while. Um, so I went that's, from like that's interesting. I went from 100% physical to like 100% digital. I just like really just moved away. It really is better, and it's just so much more convenient being able to pre-download now that that's a thing, and you have these games that have these giant updates at launch. So, you know, I would say if this was the PS4, I would never even think about getting the digital only. But uh, what's like the biggest thing that can break on a console is like the disk drive is, is, you know, anything with a moving part or a hard drive, which we now don't have to worry about with the solid state. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to wait to see the price point, but I definitely like the idea of a digital only console. The actual uh, disk drive seems kind of small. If you look at it compared to the digital version of the console, uh, if you ever opened up a PS4, actually just take a look at the size of the drive, and it takes up a lot of the console. And I open it up to clean up whatever, play stuff in there, and yeah, that thing's huge. It takes up most of it. I wish it was a digital version of the PS4. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably go with all digital as well, just because it's probably gonna be cheaper, and there's not it really is. a benefit of having the physical discs anymore. It's the basically the same size. There's not really. It's basically the same thing. And then you'll have to swap discs if you get the physical, which I just don't like doing. And it just takes up extra space that it's not really needed. So here's Sony's plan: they have a lot. They see the sales for the digital edition. It starts to exceed the ones with the actual drive in it. And like, oh look, everyone has digital. We don't have to really put anything on sale anymore because you don't have a choice. Well, you cut out the retailer, right? So I mean, that's more <laughs> money in their pocket for sure. There yeah. 
I don't know. So now I wonder how that affects. Obviously, GameStop we know is on the way out. Um, at what point do they just stop producing physical? Obviously, it's not this generation, but I feel like this is the step where they're like, okay, here we go. We're getting rid of discs. Uh, and the PS6 is now digital only. I think it's getting to that point. Uh, we had a podcast for that before talking about the physical and digital. And I did kind of mention that it might eventually move away to a specific publishers that um, will actually publish your game for like, uh, I think it's limited time, uh, limited run games. Yeah. I and I've got the other one. There's some other one for a lot of Nintendo ones uh, that they released. Uh, digital games for um it's a limited run as the name of their company is uh usually the, it comes with merchandise sometimes um and the price is kind of marked up but solely for physical collectors and we might see a lot of that if everyone starts moving to digital we'll have just third parties uh printing out the actual physical media for um only it'd be, so many copies it'd be interesting because there are games, like Rockstar always has a great physical release, right? You always get the map, like Red Dead Redemption gave you a gigantic map. The Witcher had a really cool physical release, but really and only those... And code inside. The, yeah, those big um, iconic releases are really the only ones that do that. And even I'm getting away from that. I used to buy every collector's edition of like every iconic release. You know, every time an Uncharted Uncharted came out or like a God of War, but you just start to run out of space and it's just not it's not worth it. Like they're they're cool display pieces, the ones that would have the statues and I I have quite a few. You know, the Fallout had like one of the coolest limited editions with the Pip Boy. Yeah. But you know, I I don't have that. It's sitting in a box now. So what do I do? Yeah. 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 People have setups for that. I mean, kind of envy those people with the whole like dedicated uh, physical setup. Some of those people have like really cool rooms dedicated for that. And it's kind of cool. So do your own thing if you enjoy it. But I don't know. I guess we'll see if they keep doing collector's editions like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that the, the Xbox One, when they released their, you know, Xbox One X and S, I believe, I think both of those systems, maybe just one of them, um, they actually have an all digital version too. Um, so there's no disk drive in it. And I think it's, you know, considerably cheaper than the one that has the disk drive. Um, so, you know, that's something to think about too, um, that, you know, they've been trying to do stuff like this before. Um, so I don't know, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, but I guess this is kind of the first time that, uh, you know, a new console generation has come in with, um, you know, not having, I guess not having just like a, a singular release of a console that is, you know, disc based, which is pretty cool. And I, I think it's, I think this, if anything, I think this will kind of lead to, to more sales and more, you know, discounts because they're getting more money in the end because they're cutting the middleman out um, if it, you know, moves digital. So I'm all for it. I used to be super against it, but, uh, you know, these last couple generations, it's like, I don't know if I just got lazier or if I just, you know, like the convenience of it. But as long as these, these games stick to your profile and they go with you from generation to generation, that's really all I care about. Yeah, and that's always like the argument, right, was, well, you don't own the game, you own the license. You know, what if Sony goes out of business? Um, but I mean, now with all the games anyway, half of them, you got to be signed online to even play them. So yeah. if Sony goes out of business, your disc is worthless. Yeah. So the biggest concern is just your account. If something happens in your account, Sony like completely like bans you for whatever reason. Uh, that's my only concern. Everything else, basically, 
something substan- substantial would have to happen to Sony for you to lose your games, right? Yeah. 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 Well, that and, and that's, what, right? How many because million people in the world? <laughs> quite a few. And I know several people just from uh, browsing the PS4 Reddit. If you charge back anything, even if it's because of fraud, uh, Sony bans the account permanently. Oh. So, God forbid. So, I'm very careful with the, the card that I keep on um, my PlayStation Store. Uh, I, I have a prepaid cash card that's it's empty unless I put money in there because of that. Because, like, God forbid somebody's, you know, got a credit card and jacked up 10 games. It's either I eat the 10 games or I eat my profile. I've heard some people get their profiles back, but yeah, basically you charge it back, you you ban, you get banned, perma ban. Wow. So. Yeah, the whole download situation, um, that's why I started doing a physical backup of all my digital games. So I'd have an external drive, I'd transfer everything over. If I want to, uh, I don't have to basically re-download them, I just transfer them over for an external. That's a good idea. That's definitely a good idea. Um, but yeah, so, you know, console design, a little bit weird. Uh, it looks big. I don't know if you guys saw size comparisons. It does look big, just like I have not. Do they have any comparisons? Or they? I guess you could like, kind of get an idea with the controller next to it, but it's kind of hard to see. Yeah, they. I saw some image where they compared it to, like, um, you know, controller size with, like, the Xbox Series X. And this is considerably taller than the Xbox Series X, like, in its vertical stance. Um, yeah. which is kind of ridiculous to think about because I thought the Xbox looked pretty big. I feel like this console needs like a middle ground between those two dimensions. Yeah. Well, that's when we'll get the PS5 Slim in two to three years. Yeah, I guess so. Hope I so. mean, it's bound to happen. <laughs> Man. I like the peripherals for this. I, I'm kind of excited about that. Just a small thing, but you have an official headset right off the bat, official media remote. Looks like a charging station. Yeah, that's nice. I'm trying to think of the media remote. I don't think there was an official first party one until like 2015 or maybe even 16, if I'm remembering correctly, for the PS4. I know PDP had one, and then uh, Best Buy had a cheap insignia, which is their generic brand, had one. But I think before Sony released one, it was like over a year. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because, yeah, the Sony Golds, I think, came out a little bit after the fact. So that's that cool, though, that they're they're already you know having these lined up. I mean, I think it'd be cool if they already had some, you know, different color variants for the controllers lined up. I know that's going to be, you know, they're going to, you know, systematically do that. And they're going to, um, you know, probably go through a process of, you know, what colors have sold best the, you know, throughout the PlayStation 4 lifespan. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I think it'd be cool, though, to kind of have an all black one um, at launch, too, which who knows, maybe they'll do something like that. Oh, uh, they're like, I was looking at a video and like, I, I, thought they were going to release a black one but it was just when the um it was in the dark for a little bit but then they uh put the light on it and like oh damn it's not black see i'd like the um like you know like the white portions i'd like those to be black and then that middle portion to be like a dark blue i think that would look kind of cool that would look cool kind of like a throwback to like the ps2 i think i could probably i think i could probably um do a quick shop on that yeah i think that would look pretty neat um but yeah, so you know, it was interesting design. You know, kind of modem like, kind of alienware like, um, futuristic, big. Um, where are you guys gonna put this thing though when you get it? I mean, assuming both of you guys are gonna get this console, right? Eventually, oh I'm for sure, not for launch, sure. but I I say I'm not gonna get it at launch. Uh, but really, I you know, I was uh I was getting my Best Buy account ready before it because there's like okay, if this goes up for pre order, I want to get my pre order in. Uh. So I'll probably get it at launch just because even though there's really no games that um, 
at least as of right now, that I I can't wait to play. I could definitely wait to play from what I've seen so far. But just with uh, history and tradition, I will most likely be buying this at launch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember last generation, you told me, you're like, I'm not buying the PlayStation 4 at launch. And then launch day came and you're just like, I got my PlayStation 4. I, I got like, my PlayStation. Uh... Yeah, I didn't even pre-order it because <laughs> I was like, I don't need it at launch. And then uh, that was when I was working at Best Buy. So we had like, I don't know. I think we had like maybe 10 or 15 pre-orders that didn't get picked up. So then they put them back on the shelves and I was like, well, I guess it's meant to be. <laughs> that, that's too tempting. <laughs> like I couldn't, I could not do that. That'd be way too yeah, tempting. I'm going to buy it. I'd be gaming such a hobby. Like why not? Like, you know, I, I, I get my money's worth out of it and I'm going to get more and more on the hype train the closer we get. So it always happens. Yeah. I think I might do the same, honestly, just to be a part of the launch. You know, I, ha- I really enjoyed having the Switch at launch, even though there wasn't like a ton of games. Um, but of course, you know, I had Zelda and that was pretty much all I needed at the time. Um, but there's something about getting a console on launch that is pretty exciting. You know, even though you probably could get it later down the line <laughs> at a cheaper cost and maybe a different model. Um, but I don't know, there's something about it. It, it just, it's, you know, kind of wakens the inner kid inside of everybody, I think, which is uh, definitely re- really appealing. So It's funny you brought that up. Do you think, the, the games that they've shown, although we don't know what's going to be available at launch, are better right now than the PS4. Because the PS4 had what? It had Battlefield. I think it had it had Killzone. Uh, I think it had an Assassin's Creed. And then a bunch of indie games. Uh, yeah, and it also had, um, what was it, Knack? Is that a launch title? I'm trying I think, to think. I think Knack was a launch title. Oh, Knack, it did, yeah. No, you're right. It did have Knack. Because like the first game that came out where you were like, okay, this is why I bought my PlayStation 4, even though I, Battlefield was great, like I put a lot of hours into that game, was like infamous, and that came out the March after it released. So I don't know. I, I think it's a better lineup. I think we're ahead, if you compare the time frames right now, I think that we're ahead compared to the PS4 in terms of what we're going to be getting at launch. Yeah, I think there's a lot more firepower coming out of the gate this time. You know, with obviously with Spider-Man and Horizon alone, you know, Horizon wasn't, you know, Horizon was a new IP last generation and Spider-Man, you know, for was was kind of a new IP, you know, in terms of like Insomniac working on it. So having both of like the, I guess, sequels or maybe even a spinoff of Spider-Man coming out and then, you know, obviously you have Horizon 2 coming out. Like that's, that's kind of a big deal. I mean, that's, those are two really heavy hitters. I mean, you can make the argument that both those games were some of the best exclusives on any console uh, last generation. So I think having both of those um, sequels or, like I said, spinoff, you know, pretty much right off the bat is, you know, a pretty big deal. We'll see what the launch games actually are. Yeah. And we'll see what gets delayed. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Grand Turismo, probably. Probably, yeah. For like two years. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you guys saw that um, that Capcom Capcom game, the uh, Pragmata, it had like the weird astronaut astronaut guy with the the crazy uh, little girl. That game's coming out in 2022. Yeah. So yeah, like we just made we just made a pre-rendered movie. We don't know what this game's gonna be. It so, may not even a... be the same game, right? That's exactly yeah. it. <laughs> it might might be come out be about cavemen. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I hope this well, is Death Stranding too. Changes. <laughs> oh man. Hey, look, it's Ludens. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> you can go anywhere, even the moon. I thought, yeah, this is it. Uh, were you guys watching on what streams were you guys watching on because i was watching on uh the ign stream for a little while some of the comments were like ridiculous 
Oh, I didn't read the comments. Oh my god! Like people were every single time something came out, someone would be like, "Oh, it's Fortnite." It's like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I was thinking the same thing for some games. Um, what was the one? The Little Big Planet, the Sackboy Adventure one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, hey, look, it's Mario Odyssey. <laughs> and then uh, what's the Close. other one? The, um, the other platformer. The uh, Astrobot. Astro, the yeah. I'm like, hey, look, it's uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> it did look like it on the PS5. Yeah, <laughs> I was on GameSpot and I just went full screen. Uh, I didn't have any comment boxes up. I mean, I was reading the thread on the the PS5 uh, subreddit, and uh, yeah, I mean, some of the comments were, you know, oh, this stinks, or wow, this conference sucks, and then. So you can't please everybody, but I was just watching it in the in the full screen. I would just check the thread every now and then just to kind of gauge, you know, what are other people thinking? I kind of like to see that. Yeah. Yeah. See if, you know, they kind of have the same thought process of you or, you know, <laughs> they don't like it or like it a little bit more than you do. Um, I, I like reading up on that, too. And, and just to see if, you know, maybe I'm like jaded or maybe I'm overhyped. Um but I, I definitely think, uh, you know, earlier what you said, you know, you kind of overhyped yourself with like all these different rumors. I mean, I kind of feel like no matter what they do, I think just because we've seen so much, like I think we're all going to be, you know, somewhat disappointed about certain aspects. But um, I think the further we get away from it, I think the more it's going to look like better just because of what you also you, you mentioned earlier about like the lineup and you know, if a lot of these games end up coming out launch or close to launch, then, I mean, that was a pretty good event. Showed us a lot of games. Um, I really don't like this whole um, price thing, though, that they're doing. I don't like how, you know, Microsoft and Sony are kind of playing chicken with the pricing. Like, just release the prices. Like, and I got to release it like a month before, and I was like, oh, we don't have enough money because you didn't tell us ahead of time. Yeah, like, just just show it <laughs> off. It's just who's going who's gonna to blink first, you know? Yeah, it's, I don't know, just... The whole way that they've handled this this console reveal, like showing the controller, it's like, you know, it, it just kind of, it was kind of anticlimactic. Just, you know, I want to see everything at once and I want to be overloaded with information and then I can sort it out later. Like this whole slow reveal and we still don't know a lot about the operating system. We still don't know a lot about the prices. It's like, just give us all the information. Like, just do it. <laughs> like, don't try to prolong this. How much of a price difference do you think is going to be between uh, the disc drive and the digital edition? I'd say fifty bucks if I had to guess. Right, that's what I was thinking. I think that the it, it, like it's like a two dollar hard or uh, disc reader or something inside of these. I, I could see it being like you know five ninety nine for the disc edition, four ninety nine for the digital. I don't know. I just I feel like it's optimistic to think it's going to be anything less than five hundred dollars, but we'll see. And that's kind of what I'm using as the baseline. He's like, I, I just think it's going to be around that. Uh, the thing that people would use that drive for is the 4K Blu-ray player. But it's like, why not just download the, the movies and stuff now? Like, I don't know. And people have collections already, I guess. So. If Yeah, or I mean, if you have the internet to stream 4K. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing because... That's a person-person. 4K players obviously weren't even like a thing when the PlayStation came out. Now you can stream it, but... Is this going to be... Oh, it is going to be 4K. Right, right. So this could be a 4K player. I kind of waited off on getting one of those, even though I had a 4K TV pretty early on in that lifespan, but I had nothing to watch in 4K. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't have a 4K TV. I'm still, you know, old 
1080p. And I actually, I don't even know if that's really the real resolution of the TV I have. I don't know. But yeah, I I don't know. (laughs) Like, I think that if I had to guess the prices right now, I think Sony's going to want to continue the PlayStation 4 momentum. And I feel like the disk drive version is going to be $499. I feel like the lack of disk is going to be $450 or $449, if I had to guess. I think going anywhere above that kind of treads into the whole PlayStation 3 era where the pricing was all over the place and it was just too expensive. So $599 US dollars. <laughs> yeah, five, yeah, yeah, there's no like way. 2006. Nobody has that money. What no, the heck? no, you can't do that. I think that is... That's like a one-way ticket of not selling. I mean, that would be like if this game, if this comes out at like eight hundred dollars, is like the equivalent. Yeah, you, know? you can't do that. You just can't. If you scale it. Yeah, I think that would be a giant mistake if they did that. And you know, obviously, the hardware as the generation goes, it gets cheaper and it's not as expensive to produce. But yeah, you definitely. I don't think if you tread over over five hundred, I think you're really risking it. <laughs> I think that's a really really bad way to go. Because I just don't think it's going to fly, especially in this time with the whole virus and all that stuff. I think that is just a one-way ticket to not selling your console, if I had to guess. Or they take the opposite approach and they're like, hey, losers, we know you can't leave your house. It's a thousand bucks. Take it or leave it. Oh, man. At that point... Uh, We don't have our jobs. I guess I'll leave it. Yeah. At that point, I think I'd just stick with my PlayStation 4. We know the government just gave you 1200 bucks. We know you got it. 1199 Oh, man. Can you imagine... That would be freaking. That would be freaking terrible. Yeah. What What's the What's the highest you guys will go to to buy it? Like, if this thing was six hundred dollars, are either one of you gonna definitely get it at launch still? Under four hundred. You have to go under four hundred to get it at launch. Oh, not even at launch. I'm not gonna get it at launch unless it's like three hundred. <laughs> yeah. You're not getting it at launch. <laughs> yeah. So. I would say I would be okay with 500. I would really prefer not to go above 600 because then you're starting to get into like gaming PC territory of like a mid-grade PC, slightly under a mid-grade PC. Uh, So, I mean, I would be okay with 500. Anything above that uh, would make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I just, I can't imagine shelling out 600 bucks. I mean, plus, you know, you have to factor in tax too. So, I mean... You're going to be close yeah, that to that anyway. that $500 console is really 560 you know, when you start to break it down. Plus a game. Yeah, yeah plus, plus a game. Plus you're going to need, you know, whatever else you want to you want to add at that point. I mean, they've shown some of the accessories, but you don't know what's going to come out or what's in the works. Yeah, so that's true. I think my bill on my PS4 was 600 bucks by the time you added in the game and the accessories. Yeah, I believe it, yeah. Oh, man, that's a lot. Well, I, I exceeded like over 1,000 overall. At this point, oh yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, yeah. I don't want to oh, think for about sure. that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> go, but go and count all your games and think about how much money you've spent on uh, video games. Jeez, PlayStation like, Network, you know. Uh, yeah, several thousand. You'll go like, into like a depression. I've got my money's worth though. Do you guys, you guys get yeah, the emails get <laughs> Sony sends out? I get mine every Wednesday, and it shows my playtime. And I like, I divide it by how much I think I spent. And I'm like, okay, like I got my money's worth out of this. I'm. Oh, this yeah. was a good purchase. But absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I go by the like dollar per hour rule, and just like exactly. once I hit it, I'm like, great. I don't like this game technically anymore because I got my hours. I don't <laughs> have to play it ever again. You put sixty hours into something. All right, that's a dollar an hour. You know, that's about as <laughs> cheap do- entertainment. For like an hour. It's, I'm still in the intro. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I don't have to play it anymore. What's well, like you know going to see a movie with like you know popcorn and stuff? That's like what like forty bucks with two people. So I mean, if you use that pricing. I mean, video games are pretty cheap. 
and video game consoles are pretty cheap. I do like play it twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, definitely get the money. I mean, honestly, if it's if it's pressing over five hundred, I don't know if I'll be able to get it at launch just financially. I think that's just a little bit outside of my price range right now. So I'm hoping that it's you know in the four fifty range. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tuck some money away. You know, I'm. Aside from my savings that I already do, you know, if you start putting 10 bucks away now, you know, it's coming out this holiday. I mean, you could probably get it paid by then, you know, and 10 bucks, it's nothing. Not bad. So I'll probably set some aside from what I already set aside, just like the PS5 fund. And then I won't feel guilty about buying it. You know, there's multiple games I want to get because I did limit myself with the PS4 because of that. I didn't want to hit a certain threshold. So I think I only got like one game. Yeah. But. I don't know. I'm going to put mine on Walmart layaway and pay it off throughout the year. Put it a layaway. I don't even know if you can even do that with things that aren't released yet. I guess you can pretend. Um, I would like to just paint your PS4 white. Layaway with some and then cash. You can pretend. <laughs> <laughs> and shave the corners off. Oh, God. I still also put two pieces of paper like next to their router and like, hey, look, it's the PS5. Well, that's kind of what it looks like. I mean, I saw a whole bunch of different like comparisons and stuff. Someone had like a Wii with like a binder around it and stuff. Somebody put, uh, they photoshopped Seto Kaiba's head onto it because it kind of looks like his jacket from Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I just hate devices that have like just so like so much excess plastic more than what it houses inside it's kind of it annoys me just take a pair of yeah, scissors like, and chop it off. Those corners off like just just make them rounded i don't know it ruins the what aesthetic if I took the, uh cd drive on my ps4 and just like <laughs> just rigged it up <laughs> it just looks so dumb <laughs> what happened to your ps4 uh i think it just had a tumor so i just had to remove it <laughs> <laughs> It plays discs, but there's no output or processing. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, but overall, uh, I thought the event was pretty good. You know, it did what it needed to do for the most part. Uh, I guess at this point, we're just kind of a waiting game for the price and all the other additional information that we need to know. But, you know, overall, it, it wasn't bad. And I enjoyed it. I think any bit of, uh, you know, at least some fun news that, doesn't really isn't really super important is fun to listen to right now and it was a nice little uh distraction and um you know with the whole virus thing and then everything else that's going on it was nice to just kind of think about video games for a while so uh, i definitely enjoyed it and had a good time watching it absolutely absolutely i agree so i think that's really all that i had to say uh what about you guys you guys all out of uh out of words I would like to apologize for predicting it was going to be a black box. It was something far worse than I could ever imagine. I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, until until next time, thank you guys so much for listening in. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you in the next episode of Game Pinions. See ya. See ya.